um, and I love how I have freedom to fill my position uh, how I want it. Uh, you are the main link between uh, the IT and the, and the business. It's just if you see an opportunity, go for it and, and uh, take it with both hands. Knowing your domain and knowing what change impacts on other systems. Yeah, solving the puzzle. But in the end, there's always like a result where we can be proud of. You just have to be curious. Hey everyone, welcome to the Bol.com Tech Lab podcast. We share our experience with you. Peeking behind the screens of IT and tech in general at Bol.com, the largest e-commerce platform in the Netherlands and Belgium. We are sharing our approach to IT, e-commerce and retail platforms. The hosts of the show, Peter Paul van der Beek and Peter Brouwers. Good day, yeah. Welcome back to the Tech Lab uh, podcast. Yeah, we've been focusing a lot on uh, on tech teams, innovation, uh, but with a real focus on uh, on tech. Uh, and today we want to add something uh, to that because an important part of these innovation teams are, of course, business analysts. And they haven't been in the podcast uh, yet. Uh, so yeah, it's quite a shameful uh, uh, occasion to, to notice for Peter and me, but hey, now we're going to make up for it. So we got uh, three business analysts uh, for you in the episode today. And we're going to explore together with them, uh, yeah, what's their role, what they're doing, how they're contributing uh, to our innovation teams. Yes, exactly. So yeah, in these innovation teams, uh, the product teams, we have the, the business analysts, we have the product owner, we have software engineers, sometimes even test engineers. So it's really uh, nice to find out, okay, what is the role of the business analyst in, in, in this whole setting? Yeah, and we have business analysts in Bol.com all over the, the place uh, within all those product teams. So we yeah we uh, we invited three of them uh, from different uh, areas. But uh, yeah, be aware, uh, we believe in other areas it can be uh, implemented a bit differently. But uh, yeah, we try to get a grasp of it uh, with these three guests. So Peter Paul, time to introduce them. Yeah, so first of all, we have uh, Adinda Biesbroek. She's a business analyst uh, working on the retailer portal. Um, she's five years uh, at Bol.com. And then uh, yeah, switching to another uh, functional area, we have uh, Naomi Platenberg. She's a business analyst in capacity management for the warehousing in the daily steering. She's joined us uh, since March official and had an internship uh, before with us. Uh, and then we have uh, Mitch de Vries, who's the business analyst for uh, Team 50C, who does uh, contracting condition management in the retailer uh, Bol.com. And he's three years with us. So we have uh, quite an interesting, uh, diverse uh, group. It's awesome. Welcome. Um, yeah, let's just, just uh, uh, as kind of a check-in question. Yeah, what's great about being a business analyst at Bol.com? I love the question. Um, I've been working at Bol.com for five years now, um, and the last uh, the last year I've been a, a business analyst at my current IT team. And what I love most is the amount of IT teams that are surrounding my uh, my topic. So that means they have a lot of uh, stakeholders. Um, for example, partner service who asks questions uh, if they they see something strange on the the supplier portal. Um, uh, lots of IT teams and systems, uh, and I love going into the field and talking to all this, the stakeholders uh, if they have uh, wishes for new innovations or uh, innovations that are already on the roadmap. 
Um, and I love how I have freedom to fill my position uh, how I want it. So, for example, I like stakeholder management, like uh, my, my uh, story. Um, so that's that's something I use in my daily business. Um, so that's why I love being a business analyst. <laughs> yeah, I uh, agree on most of the points. Uh, so uh, thanks for uh, telling my story already. Uh, but uh, yeah, so working with IT and business, I think that's for me also really nice to do. So uh, to and uh, the technical part of the company to experience that, but also the business side. What do they do? Where's the the, the where are the, the the really things that we should focus on from business perspective? How we make money, um, and also to help the people uh, to do their jobs uh, a bit better. Um, to help the company grow and also like uh, Adenda mentioned it's not like a static job it's uh, a lot of variety there um, and you can really make it your own so you can just fill in the spots how you want it um, and that's I guess really cool I think no business analyst in ball.com is the same and that's uh, yeah that's really nice yeah I really agree uh, with Mitch and Adenda I think it's also very nice to mention that uh, Bold.com is a very innovative and fast-growing company uh, in which we are in a part of a competitive market, which makes uh, it very challenging also. Uh, we are with a huge amount of smart people uh, with whom you can work with, and uh, that's also uh, very nice to mention, I think. So um, I think that's also very great about being a business analyst uh, at Bold.com. Yeah, and, and also, of course, that there are a lot of people and also what you really feel. And that's also what you mentioned with the informal part. We are really helping each other also. So if you are not good at specific stuff or you really want to learn something, like everybody wants to help. And that's uh, that's also really cool, I guess. That is cool. And so, so it's also to, to already hear this, eh? but then yeah, it also sparks for me the question, hey, if there are so many ways of being a business analyst, then what's at the core of being a, a business uh, analyst uh, for you? Or maybe also we should say something about what it's not. I think for me, but I'm really curious if uh, Adinda and Naomi agree on that. For me, a business analyst is, it's difficult to really to put it on paper, I guess. I guess the most important thing is to to feel your environment, feel the stakeholders and really understand the, uh, the, the business and the area you're working in. Um, I guess that's really the basics of a good a business analyst to know your domain and know the people. Um, because without that, I guess, then it will be really difficult uh, to do your job. And if you have those uh, understandings, then you know, okay, which skills should I improve? Which skills do I need? And of course, there are like basic set of skills that the business analysts need. Um, yeah, so so I guess it's difficult to really put it on paper. So I think you it really depends on the environment you're in. Yeah, I see myself as the gatekeeper for my uh, developers. So my developers have a lot of stakeholders. Um, and if I was not there, they would get all the questions from all the uh, business people uh, next to that. They already get the questions from the developers themselves. So I see myself as the gatekeeper. So if they have a question like, uh, how does this affect another system? I go into the field and I, I try to find out what the implications are uh, with a change or uh, um, something else. Uh, but I agree with Mitch, it's, it's like knowing your domain and knowing what impacts, uh, what your change impacts on other systems. Yeah. 
what what do you deliver uh, as a, as a business analyst? What is that uh, what you produce? Yeah, for, um, when I look in the the retailer bol.com domain, um, then also I see some differences there, um, and that's also I guess what I really like about the job. Because, for example, of course, I think we all do projects. So uh, we all uh, have a, a software engineers. Uh, we're working with them. So okay, what should they do? Investigate where are like the things we we have to uh, accomplish as a team or as a domain. Um, but for example, I'm also really doing a lot of stuff stuff as a data analyst and making dashboards and um, and I also know a couple of business analysts who don't even know how to use BigQuery for example so they're much less in the data part um, but yeah because it fits more to the domain I work in I also do a lot of that stuff um, and also like the func uh, the functional application manager I am for my service so when people are like uh, asking questions, okay, how should I put this in the system or I need some advice and, and then I'm consulting them like, okay, uh, let's think about it. So for me, the business analyst job, what I do is like, okay, the project, so how to improve working processes or services to be more complete, but also data analyst part, uh, which I don't need the, the software engineers for, but also the functional application manager. Uh, so. A lot of stuff with a lot of variety for me, um, but I understood that that's not for every business analyst that way. So I'm really curious how uh, Naomi and Adinda sees that. Yeah, I really agree with the variety that uh, we have as a business analyst. So uh, you can have very data-driven uh, side, but also the analytical and communicative side. So uh, yeah. It's very important to communicate with many people. You meet a lot of people um, from other teams, from IT teams. Uh, you are the main link between uh, the IT and the and the business. So uh, yeah, I really agree with uh, Mitch that it's a very high uh, variety uh, with complex puzzles. Um, and uh, yeah, I really like uh, I really like that as a business analyst. It's not one thing you do. Can you can you explain? Sorry, uh, Adina. Uh, can you say Naomi, what what puzzle you are working on right now? As um, an example. Yeah, we are preparing for the peak period that is coming. So uh, in uh, October, our peak uh, starts. So with uh, Black Friday and Santa Claus, Christmas, and we are preparing uh, to do the best uh, steering uh, and the best. Um, capacity management um, in the peak period. Um, so we are preparing a tool so that another team can have the best insights in what is the uh, sales are going to be and how can we um, manage the capacity best. So we are having a very complex puzzle to solve because it's hard to predict what is going to happen. Bull.com is growing very fast and we don't know what, uh, what's going to happen, but we have to be prepared for that. So, uh, yeah. So you're, you're saying you're preparing this tool uh, and your role is to, to gather the requirements for this tool or to determine yeah. them uh, with, with the stakeholders and, and put them on paper? Yeah, so, I yeah. have to ask uh, the, the team who is using the tool, what, what are your requirements? What do you want to see? Uh, what is the best we can do for you? 
And then we have to make some solution design together with the IT team. And they are, uh, yeah, the developers uh, can tell me, well, this is not going to happen or we are not able to build this before October. And then I have to go back to the stakeholders again. So uh, yeah, I'm the main link between them. And so it's very communicative, but also, um, yeah, solving the puzzle. What, what what solution can we make and what is the best we can do? And is in these kind of uh, projects, do you have then always the same stakeholders or are they, are they also changing? And um, Yeah, in this project, it's quite the same. So it's mostly the team that is using uh, the tool. But uh, there are also very uh, a lot of stakeholders that are included in the project. So sometimes we move to some direction that we need some kind of forecast, for example. So then we have to move to the forecasting team. Um, but that's different uh, in the part where we are. Um, so that can be different. And what's your specific role when you go to other stakeholders? Um, yeah, to get at the requirements. I think that's the, the most important and switch uh, what we can build, what we can do um, and get back to them and get back to the IT team. So, right. So I hear this, this gathering of requirements, putting them on paper, uh, also discussing with the, with the, the engineers and the team, okay, what, what are we going to deliver and, and what's not possible yet in that time frame? So a bit about uh, uh, the minimal viable product and what, what other items should be in there. When they do deliver the tool, do you also have a role in, in the acceptance of it, in the testing part? Yeah, I think um, many business analysts uh, has also that uh, job to evaluate the solution and what is the impact we make. So uh, I'm also curious to mention, I didn't know what they uh, do in that part, but uh, yeah, we are also responsible to test together with the team that is using the tool uh, yeah, and see what we can uh, still improve. Yes, yeah, I have exactly the same. So uh, after the requirements and development is done, uh, you start testing um, and uh, you start, uh, first we start testing on our own as a business analyst. Uh, to do a first check, like is the MVP, is it standing? And then we gather, uh, we were going to uh, invite uh, the different stakeholders to also check, hey, like, is this now what you need? Is this what you want? Um, and of course, then most of the time that's like an MVP. And after that, we're going to gather the nice to haves for uh, phase two and uh, to, uh, to improve the service even more. But yes, uh, testing is also part of the job. I agree. And uh, after testing, when we go live uh, with me, it's, it's most important that the partners will also adapt our new innovation. So for me, it's always like after go live, uh, see if, if partners give their recommendations or give good feedback. And if they don't, go back to the drawing table to see if we can add something uh, that makes them happy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's also a part, I guess, that... Um you won't maybe put it on paper immediately when you think about a business analyst, but I guess also that's quite important part, like the aftercare. Uh, also, we in the past saw some examples where we, like stakeholders were asking for a specific feature and we delivered it. And after measuring, 
uh, it didn't have the output that we expected. And then I guess that's also the job. So not only focus then on the new project, like we delivered and we move on, but also really check, okay, what's the impact we made with uh, the projects we've finished. Um, and also to find the answers like, okay, what if the impact is not there, um, then we should take a look again, uh, what, the, what the problem was. Um, also, I guess really important for a business analyst to, uh, yeah, to do. Cool. Hey, Adina, you said uh, you're working in this um, area with the retail retailer portal. So um, uh, that's the portal. It's one of the ways the, the retailers can communicate with Bol.com. The other one is the uh, the API we use for the for the re the bigger retailers. That does mean that there's a lot of retailers on on that portal. Uh, do you interact with them directly as well to to find out what the needs are, or is it always via representatives in within bol.com a good question um we try to gather uh quantitative feedback i don't know if that's the correct word but uh to put a, a feedback tool on the uh, retailer portal itself to see how many star ratings a retailer gives a new new innovation uh, but we also have the opportunity to uh, select some partners from a pool of partners that indicated that they want to think along with uh, everything we come up with. So we can ask uh, partners in a in a survey or in an interview to see uh, what they think of our new solution. Um, so we've just conducted a big uh, user research to see what uh, innov innovations a partner would want in our retailer portal. Um, and they've come up with a, a number of uh, solutions. So that's something we'll investigate right now to see how feasible uh, the, the solutions are. Uh, but yes, it's qual qualitative and quantitative. Yeah, and I wonder because um, the, the services we have, is, it's only for the, the people working at, at Bol.com. Um, so um, sometimes when we are gathering information from the stakeholders, you see uh, you get different input, but because it's all the same company then um, a lot of the, a lot of the times the the, the way of working is uh, like uh, set by the organization okay we should work like this and then we know okay so this is the way how we should improve i i, I see it as a challenge when i hear you that you have like a lot of different suppliers outside bol.com who have maybe all their own way of how they think the service should improve or how the portal should improve uh, I think that's like uh, maybe a bit more difficult than my stakeholders, to be honest. So I'm curious, do you have an example how you do that? Or uh, It is really hard because we have uh, partners that don't have any experience with uh, retail or e-commerce, e I should say. And we have, uh, on the other hand, we have uh, API uh, partners who use the retailer portal on the side. So they're very experienced with uh, doing e-commerce. Um, and we should provide innovations that all partners can use and our par all partners are uh, feeling uh, secure and feeling, um, I don't know what's the word, but they feel like they, can, they know how it works and they can just start using it. So for example, we have the, the homepage of our uh, retailer portal and on the homepage for new partners we want to show and for, for not, not experienced partners, we'd like to show more information on how to sell on, on bold.com. How can you make sure your performance is on peak? 
um, and we, we want to provide them with more with, with more info and the more experienced partners, the e-commerce partners, they know how it how it works to sell on bold.com. They they use other platforms as well as well. So they don't need all the information and, and it would just like lead them away from the key task they want to, to do in the retailer portal. So we have some plans to uh, make a retailer portal for the most basic for, for the most basic group of, of partners. So in that case, we would uh, divide all partners in, in uh, buckets. So we have like the starting partners, the small partners, and we have the big partners. And we also have the partners that use the API and sometimes come into the retailer portal. Um, so we have some plans to to really divide the retailer portal into different buckets, but it's really hard to come up with one solution for all the partners. So I totally agree. Uh, yeah. uh, nice. Uh, and how is it with you and Naomi? Because I guess you uh, also have like only the, the internal people or? Yeah, we uh, work mostly with the internal people, but uh, we are also working with the warehouses. So. Uh, for example, Ingram Micro, who is doing our uh, warehouse, uh, our warehousing part, um, we have some connection with them since we are providing a tool for what is the expected capacity, and they are also very interested in that. Uh, what we forecast and what we think will happen. Uh, so in that case, we are connected with them, but not uh, that much as uh, Adinda. No. no. <laughs> What really really stands out for me here is also that looking from the outside uh, in bull.com is like a website for uh, a lot of people. Eh? So a lot of people think that, that there are lots of user experience and all focus on this customer. What I really hear from you is that, that we, yeah, we are a platform. So, so Adina is uh, talking with her teams to all the platforms and uh, that we have to arrange for a lot of things in the on the insides to uh, make it look uh, working seamless on the outside and that's what uh, Mitch and Naomi are working on and I think that's uh, that's an awesome peek into into the the inner workings and the role that you uh, 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 play there yeah I agree so you're all three from very specific uh, domains in the organization and I can imagine that uh, being a business analyst this domain knowledge is really important for you did you have that upfront when starting in your role or did you gather it on the way? How did that work for you? I'm very curious about that. Um, yeah, for me personally, I, I uh, of course joined with a, like a specific skill set, like, okay, how to go into projects and uh, how to do stakeholder management, etc. But the domain knowledge itself, for me, when you join Bob.com, I guess that was the hardest challenge for me. Uh, the IT landscape is quite complex and of course it's quite difficult to understand that already before you ever uh, been to Bol.com. Um, so for me, I guess the first half year was really to know the people, know the services, what they do, the complexity. Um, and I think, yeah, that for me was the most challenging part uh, when jo when yeah, joining Bol.com and doing this job. Um, so it was really, yeah, on the go. Um, and do it step by step, and that is that that was uh, challenging, I guess. Um, so also you need to really check with your colleagues. Uh, okay, what's the right approach for this? Should I do it step by step? Maybe just focus first on a, a tiny bit and then grow on the go um, instead of doing everything in, in, at once. Um, 
so yeah for me that was the, the most challenging part when joining to get all the domain knowledge I, I couldn't agree more. Um, I had some knowledge on the content systems within Ball.com, so I knew that the landscape was quite challenging sometimes. Um, but my, my team right now has a lot of responsibilities. So every time we touch one service, it's, uh, it's a, a, a very nice but challenging topic to see what it affects, how it affects everything else. So it's a lot of talking and I still, uh, every day I experience experience some questions like I have to check in with my stakeholders because I'm not quite sure um, what the landscape around my service is. So I think that's that's the biggest challenge, but it, it's not a reason to say no to a business analyst function because I think that's the nice, ni most nice part uh, to gain some knowledge on my uh, domain. How was that for you, Naomi? Yeah, I really agree with the complex uh, IT landscape. Um, I think I'm the newest uh, here and the youngest, uh, I came from my uh, study uh, industrial engineering and uh, yeah, of course I brought some uh, analytical uh, uh, skills, but um, the rest was everything uh, new for me. Uh, so for me, the hardest part was also the IT complexity and the what team is doing what part of uh, the logistics and where do I have to go when I have a question about this or this. Uh, that was for me the hardest, but I think um, as a business analyst, you can have a lot of skills. So you can do the communication part, but also the analytical part. So I really agree that, yeah, you can you can go for it and go with the flow and you learn by doing. Um, so also when you are young and new in the career, I think you can, uh, business analyst is a really uh, nice job to start with and learn a lot of different skills. You just have to be curious. That's the yeah. key. Okay. Yeah. Hey, and, and maybe re related to that, eh, the domain knowledge is one part. The other part, and I think Mitch already discussed about it during his introduction, uh, is that is, uh, uh, we are a data-driven company. Uh, we had some uh, podcasts about that part uh, already um how is that how is that for you in your jobs i think uh, uh, from from my perspective data is 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 the the key of your job but is that really the case and how do you learn to deal with data uh, do you need uh, to be able to write uh, queries that kind of uh, stuff uh, how does it work for you yeah so for me uh when i joined bol.com we were not that data driven yet when you look uh, uh, now. Um, so when I joined, I had no skills, whatever to, uh, of, in Excel, of course, that was where uh, I worked a lot with. But for example, in BigQuery, writing SQL, uh, yeah, I, I had no idea what I was doing there. But because it it, it became such a big thing in Bob.com and you saw that it really had benefits. Like uh, you can directly check the data. You are not dependent on an IT team. You can make analysis much quicker. Um, so there were so many benefits that out of curiosity, I just picked it up and did it yourself. Um, and that's also, I guess, really important. Like, okay, if you see a chance or an opportunity, just grab it and go for it. Um, 
it's not like that everybody was forced like, okay, guys, now you have to all use uh, the SQL or BigQuery. That's not the way how it works. It's just if you see an opportunity, go for it and, and uh, take it with both hands. Um, and nowadays I work every day with BigQuery or in, uh, with SQL. So for me, there's, yeah, I, I can't even imagine do, doing this job without having those uh, the tools and, uh, and skills. Um, but yes, like I mentioned before, I also know business analysts who don't use SQL or, or uh, BigQuery or whatever and still use Excel and PowerPoint and that's also going perfect. So not sure how Adinda and Naomi sees that. I uh, entered Bold.com without any uh, data knowledge. So on my first job, I uh, I excelled at Excel or tried to excel at, at Excel. Uh, yeah. And on the second job, I learned BigQuery. So just the basics. Um, and right now, my, my experience is that every domain has a number of data sets uh, which you can use to gather insights, to gather insights. Um, and, and I use them like once every two weeks, I dive into BigQuery to see what the status is of certain uh, um, topics. Um, and I also can gather, I have the, the, the freedom to, to dive into the data on the usage of the retailer portal. Um, but if I don't feel comfortable, if I wouldn't feel comfortable with the data in, in the usage, I could ask a data analyst. So I feel the freedom to, to, uh, to dive into the data, but if I don't feel like it or I don't have the time, I can also ask a data analyst. So I really feel the freedom. What about you, Naomi? Yeah, I really agree with you. I think uh, uh, Mitch uses uh, it the most. Um, I'm also not using it the daily. But of course, we a lot of times we need to gather some uh, data from different sources or teams to implement, um, yeah, implement do implementation with the RT team. Uh, and of course, as business analysts, we are doing analysis to what's the problem, when what is the main bottleneck, what we need to improve. And I think that's the case where we use uh, data for for me uh, at least. So. I think uh, I'm like Adinda using it once in the two weeks to do some analysis, sometimes some more, but we are very free to do or not to do um, because we have, yeah, we have some specialist uh, data analysts, uh, data scientists who are uh, more experienced with it, but yeah, you can make it uh, as big as you want. Yeah, nice. So that's for, for me one of the things that, that I like, that it's available for everyone to, to ju just see what they can do with it. And if it's okay, then they're okay with it. And if they want to go uh, uh, move it further, then they move it further. And um, I think that that Mitch is even understating what he did uh, with the data. But because if you see what you as a business analyst can contribute to getting the data right in the services, and that Mitch supported the team there with creating all kinds of dashboards with cross checks and whatever, that you're really bringing a process to another level uh, as a business analyst. Uh, and with, with the help of data and your skills uh, and, the, and the communicative skills to, to uh, communicate this to your stakeholders and, and to the team, and you're really bringing it there to the next level as, uh, as business analyst. It was really awesome to see uh, what we achieved there uh, I think it was like two years ago, Mitch. Yes, correct. Yeah, yeah. And I guess that's like, 
I guess we, we also mentioned it before in the in this podcast, like when you see as a business analyst a gap somewhere and you think you can fill it in, you just have to do it. And uh, for me, that was using the data and showing dashboards and making cross checks to really make sure that uh, the, the whole data and different services and change is, uh, is the same. Um, and for Naomi and Adinda, it's different maybe because they are working in a whole other env- environment. Um, and that's, I guess, what's so cool about being a business analyst, because, for example, I just joined a new project. It's completely unrelated to the things I did before. And then again, I see the same challenges um, when I joined Pulpit.com, new stakeholders, new domain. Um, and of course, you have a bit of an advantage because you know the company, but you, you again have the same challenges as before so you need to know really a new domain the new services etc so and that's really cool because it never gets like a new job yeah true yeah and and then i shaking uh, like uh, yes she recognized because she switched as well i think uh, in bold.com yeah Yeah. hey maybe it's it's good to go to a next uh, topic and it's it's about uh, yeah we uh, we talk a lot about uh, autonomy and yeah? we uh, we think autonomy is key for our teams to um, to go as fast as possible and we are curious hey we are curious as well maybe we should become business analysts as well Peter Paul. Yeah. but um <laughs> uh, yeah how how you feel autonomy within uh, within your roles so um yeah uh, what's your experience collaborating with the product owner of the team or um hey you're you closely working together with who wants to start yeah for <laughs> me uh, for me that that's really nice i really like this way of working with the po and with the software engineers i guess it's it's a great way to move forward uh when i uh, compare with my previous company where i worked and uh yeah it was more like the yeah, the old fashioned way like okay hey, you have to move as a whole company forward and now you can really say okay as a product domain as a small as a small team we can make these steps uh, you're the experts in your in your domain so you can really choose and decide and think what is the best um, and yeah working with a PO it's 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 nice also I guess it depends a bit on the team I have a great connection with my uh, with my PO uh, we uh, yeah really are uh, we we I work for three years already with him so we we know what to expect from each other and we know uh, what we should do and where our responsibilities are um, and that's just nice um, as a business analyst normally you don't have to worry about roadmaps and stuff because PO does that um, but yeah in my current team I also am involved with uh, with those choices and uh, discussions so that's also something I like um, yeah, and with software engineers working with those, yeah, that's just great. Uh, especially because in my, it, it's a lot of different cultures, a lot of diversity in the team, um, and also to yeah see the the benefit of working and with business and with IT. It's just it's also a different world. So to bring those together, then you can uh, do great things, I guess. So I like it. Yeah, I really agree with the, the closely working together with the PO. Together, you uh, monitor the project. Uh, the PO has more, a little bit more insights, uh, in my case, in into what the developers are doing, what the progress is, because they are on a daily basis uh, checking with them. Uh, so it's very nice to have a 
good connection with the PO to also see um, yeah, how is the project going? So they have the roadmap, I have my own planning um, more related to the business and are these ones uh, closely together? Are we on the same uh, level? Are we on the same uh, phase of the project? Um, so I think it's very good to work closely together and I feel a very, uh, yeah, I feel very close to the PO. Um, yeah, so I really like it as well. Uh, so Adina, what is your what are your thoughts about it? We have a slightly different collaboration, I think, but in general, we have some key results that my uh, retailer portal product needs to uh, accomplish. My PO makes sure that we, we accomplish these key results. Um, but in my experience, I have the, the uh, I, I sit with the stand-ups of the team and I make sure that the team doesn't experience any hiccups in the stories that they want to uh, deliver in the sprint. Um, so my PO decides uh, together with the roadmap in his mind, like uh, what are we going to do? What, what topics do we want to, to achieve? And I um, decide on what are the acceptance criteria. So what, uh, what, um, and what what requirements do, do the uh, do the topics have? Um, so it's it's kind of fluid what the collaboration is. Yeah, for me it's also the same. So the PO is really for aligning, also with different services to make sure that everybody works on the same stuff uh, to prevent any dependencies uh, um, that that are not done. And also for me, I, yeah, just working with uh, with the uh, with the uh, software engineers to make sure acceptance criteria is done to make sure they can move forward. Uh, and if there are any questions, to be available. It's also what you get a lot of energy from. For example, I get a lot of energy from this from the team, from the developers. So I like being at the stand up and and answering questions, and uh, that's why I want to be involved with the team. Um, but it, it depends on where your energy lies. Hey, and you're now talking about uh, this work within the team, uh, but Mitch, I also hear you saying uh, the product owner is aligning with, with others about uh, dependencies. Uh, is that only the role for product owner or, or do you also align with, with other teams if, if you're uh, yeah, having sure. dependencies? So when doing the business analysis, uh, of course, you check in with different teams and um, if possible, of course, I would align already if that's if if that's possible in their roadmap. But um, there are a lot of uh, wishes within Bol.com and a lot of stuff to do. So sometimes you hear, well, our roadmap is just so full. Uh, we would love to do this, but it's just there's too much work. So please align with our PO and then they can decide like, okay, what is the priority? How much business impact does this have? And should we maybe shift the roadmap a bit? So in a lot of times we as a business analyst, I think we can align ourselves, but in case like it's a really big project and more services or domains needs to be involved, then it's really uh, important to at least and check the dependencies and check the roadmaps. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at our uh, timing, but also about uh, the items we wanted to discuss. Uh, I think we, we gave some insight uh, in, in uh, what uh, what the work is about in, as a business analyst. Uh, also, the, the data part in it, we, uh, we got some questions about that in the past. Autonomy is also a good uh, good item to discuss. And But now, yeah, we are we're curious, um, what, what are you most proud of? I am Good most question. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> go, <laughs> please go. tell me, go. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think it's very nice to mention that it doesn't matter if you are a, a junior, medium, senior, you get a project and you are responsible for that. And I'm quite proud of, I'm only three, four months at Bol.com, but I'm in the lead of a project. Um, it, it doesn't... Um, it doesn't matter how experienced you are and it, it, that doesn't mean that you do not get any help because I think the experience from every Bolton Scholar is that everyone wants to help. But I'm very proud of that I have a high responsibility that I can do my thing and that everyone trusts what you do. Um, so I'm yeah, quite proud of the big projects you are already responsible for. Yeah. yeah. I uh, am most proud of getting things done, I think, um, because uh, normally I hear uh, very vague ideas and getting it to a new feature uh, really gives me a lot of energy. So, for example, um, at the beginning of this year, we heard that a lot of partners called Partner Service to uh, ask to change their bank account settings. And we wanted to do it. Um, we wanted to provide the, the the option to use retailer portal to change their bank account settings, but uh, we had a lot of security and fraud uh, questions uh, if we wanted to do that. So getting the vague idea like oh, uh, partners want to change their bank account settings using the retailer portal, and getting it in, into a new innovation aligning with team fraud, team uh, partner service, team uh, team operations on their sides. It really gave me a lot of energy. So really coming up, coming to the, the concrete ideas and uh, getting things done. <laughs> wow. Nice. Yeah. What about you, Mitch? <laughs> yeah, it's a difficult question, I guess. But uh, I think if I have to, to answer this, I would say something what's a bit in between, between Adinda and Naomi. Because what I experienced in my three years is that a lot of, a lot is changing in Bob.com. Uh, a lot of organization changes, a lot of changing in teams. Uh, also environments and services, uh, and of course also projects. And sometimes that feels a bit uh, uh, fuzzy. Then okay, uh, what what's going on now? But every time there's no single exception, I guess we find a way to deliver as as a team or as Bob.com. And I think that's also really the culture of Bob.com. Um, so even with new teams, new people, yeah, always we find a way. And I think that's that's really nice. And sometimes it's with a bit of, a little bit more struggle than the other time. Uh, but in the end, there's always like a result where we can be proud of. Um, yeah, and that's that's just really cool to work for a company like that. Yeah, cool. All right. Yeah, thanks. Hey, Peter Paul, um, this, the, the famous question before we go to the closing round, <laughs> do you have questions left? I think there, there are lots of, of questions left because uh, there are a lot of details, hey, especially because all of the main all have their own intricacies and their own details. And that's what could be really fun about it. And I think that that's also one of the advantages of working in a growing company, because when a problem in year one is still too small to actually serve or, uh, or to automate uh, for it, like in two or three years, it becomes a huge uh, problem or a larger problem. And we have to really act on it. And that's always uh, also give new possibilities both for business analysts to explore this new thingy and also for the software engineers to come up with uh, solutions uh, for that. And I think that's, that's, that's 
uh, yeah, something that uh, that I really learned from working at Bol.com uh, in in all these years. Uh, and I really also see that in the in the stories that you, that you're giving. What I expected from this uh, conversation was to really focus on the analysis part and to on the structuring data part and on the like the hard skills. Uh, and I re- I actually really like that the conversation wasn't about that part, but uh, on quite different aspects. And that really uh, I think that's awesome because I think that really shows uh, way more about how it is to work in that role and way less about how you exactly do certain stuff. And uh, yeah, that, that for me is, is way more valuable uh, as a person working here at Bol.com and, and experiencing uh, in, in the collaboration with, uh, with business analysts. So this was kind of more my take on it than a question. But now we go to the closing round, right? Yes. <laughs> so what's your most important takeaway that you want to share with us? Um... I think we said it a lot of times, but uh, you can fill the, the business analyst position in any way, any way you want to. So when you're interested in becoming one, um, use your interviews or use a cup of coffees to gain knowledge on what is needed in the domain and also um, indicate what you would prefer. And be curious. Uh, because that's how you gain a lot of knowledge and uh, uh, data skills, stakeholder management, project management. Um, so that will be my takeaway. What about you, Mitch? <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, that covers it. most of it. I would also say uh, when you want to join or when you're a business analyst, uh, for me the takeaway would be know the landscape, um, know your colleagues, know the, know the stakeholders and your own skills. Um, and just enjoy and just go for it. Um, I think if you if you uh, know that, then you're already halfway there. So. Yeah, I really agree. I think I've not uh, watched the app, but if you like challenges, if you like puzzles, I think the business analyst role is perfect, and you can fill it as as you want and as you like. Um, so yeah, I really agree with Mitch and Adina. Yeah, I think Peter Paul already shared a, a, a gave a good summary uh, as well. But uh, yeah, from what I learned, is it, it was really cool to hear what role the business analyst takes in this whole process of getting this, uh, like uh, Adinda describes, this this fake ideas into reality, into uh, a workable solution. That that's really cool. Yeah, curiosity is key. That's that's for me a learning. Um, and uh, yeah, th- thanks for sharing your. Uh, your personal experience in in this role and um yeah maybe yeah it triggers some questions then people can reach out via the different uh, channels and uh, we can answer them of course sure. so thanks for your uh time here and uh thanks, for, you soon. thanks, thanks for having us thanks for listening to this episode if you like the episode check some of the others go to spotify or itunes search for tech lab and subscribe Leave a 5-star review so others can find the podcast easier and spread the word. We like interactions, so if you have any questions or suggestions, find us on Twitter, LinkedIn or mail techlab at ball.com. Hope to meet you in our next episode. Have fun!